All right, we're going. Hey. Hi. Long time no talk, Dominic. I know, right? I'm sitting here on a low-ass bed in a Whataburger uniform. Yeah, we just moved, so my fat ass is on the floor on this 1970 shag rug. More than likely seen some better days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm over here, like, ragging on shit, and this is all free. I'm being such a bitch. Come anyway, on. you know what we're going to be talking about today? Uh, what is it? The Annette, um, new laws that take effect on September 1st, including open carry and medical marijuana for Texas. What? I know, right? They're moving up, but yet moving down in the world. You want to? You want me to tell you what it's about? What it's about? All right. So these these new Texas laws go into effect on September 1st. Here's what to know about each of them: from constitutional carry to medical marijuana to abortion restrictions. Did you say, did you say marijuana? Oh, I did. <laughs> Ma, what? I don't know what that substance Marriage is. Marijuana. I don't know what that is. All right, so open carry, Texas is <laughs> Texas is <laughs> constitutional carry law makes it the largest state in America to allow residents twenty-one or older and older to openly carry a gun in public without passing a training class or receiving a permit. It does not apply to anyone with a criminal record. So, yeah, when you're 21, you could just fucking carry a gun. Wow. Isn't it a mozzie? I mean, yes. of course, you can't be a criminal. You know, there's that restriction. But, hell, grandma can carry a gun in public. You know, your your racist uncle that you have over there can carry a gun in public. <laughs> we don't do names here, kids. All right. And then we got... um. What else we got? Abortion restrictions. The fetal heartbeat bill bans abortions as early as six weeks into pregnancy or as soon as a heartbeat is detected. So basically, a few days after you've been pregnant. Oh, my God. (laughs) Six weeks, six weeks, bro. All right, the bill also allows residents to sue abortion providers believed to have broken the law. Some groups have already launched websites to report doctors once the law goes into effect. Wow. It's amazing, right? Oh, my gosh. There's so many new things that are happening. The abortion trigger law. If the U.S. Supreme Court reverses Roe v. Wade, which legalized abortion, House Bill 1280, would completely outlaw abortions in Texas. If overturned, the quote-unquote trigger law would take effect 30 days after. I have no fucking clue what I just read. Me neither. <laughs> All right. The next one. Medical marijuana. Oh. Ah. It's got to be medical, though, bro. Ah. Yeah. Despite being one of the most restricted in the country, the state has expanded its medical marijuana program to include patients with all stages of cancer, those with post-traumatic stress disorder, and people participating in the research initiatives. Wow. Yeah. We're moving. I guess we're moving. It's evolving, but backwards. Despite being one of the most restricted in the country, the state has expanded its medical marijuana program. Oh, I already read that. Why are you going backwards? Okay. The Texas grid reforms. You remember that whole going back to the Ice Age back in yeah, February? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, honey, Texas' new power grid reforms require companies to pay to weatherize their own facilities and create an emergency alert system to notify Texans when out when outages could occur. They also prohibit wholesale electric index plans and change the dynamic 
of the ERCOT board so that politicians appoint the majority of the members. Wow. Half of that paragraph, I have no fucking clue what I've read, but there you go. There that's you what, go. That's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Whew, critical race theory. This one's a gem. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So teachers are now limited, limited on how they discuss certain historical events, what? race and racism. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In the classroom, the law bans discussions over critical race theory and the idea that some people are inherently racist, sexist or oppressive, whether consciously or unconsciously. Uh, so they're basically telling schools to hide the bad parts. every fucking thing. Hooray! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're telling schools to hide all the bad parts. Why not? I mean, we could just throw it under the rug. We should, just like yeah. this 1970s rug. I have no idea what kind of germs are living in here, but my fat ass is sitting on it. Dead body cells. Dead body cells. I really need to get it cleaned. <laughs> All right. National Anthem. Professional sports teams in Texas are now required to play the National Anthem, regardless of players' opinions on the symbolism of the song. Those that do not follow the law risk losing millions of dollars in state and local subsidies. Now, the reason for this happening, do you remember that whole bending the knee stuff? No, wait, that's not it. Taking a kneel. Taking a kneel. But I don't think that was with the, for the National Anthem, was it? Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. The national anthem is actually racist. It is? There were some racist, what is it? I guess you could say um, chorus states. or how, how do you say it? What do you say when you take out something from a song? Is that called a verse? I guess so, yeah. Okay, well, there are certain verses in there that were actually... Does he really have to shit in that little box right now? Probably not. Bruh. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, there. I had heard, I'm not sure... And I don't know, so do not quote me on this, but I had heard that there were some race racist verses in the song. Wow. And they just, you know, they nixed some of that. Like I had seen a TikTok about the 1950s housewife, you know, and the whole kitchen dynamic. They were doing all innovations and stuff that was looking into the future, right? Mm -hmm. And they had a, I shit you not, a mammy napkin. What is that? A mammy is a black woman. Back in the slave old traditions where she would be in the house. Yes, a mammy. And um, she was holding them napkins for you. Wow. <laughs> and that's what they called it. After that, I felt a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but that's part of history. If we wouldn't to whitewash all that shit, it wouldn't be so uncomfortable. It would be, that's what we did then, and we shouldn't be doing it now. But of course, you know. <laughs> the race theory. Yay. What are we going to do? Not a goddamn thing. Oh, this is a beautiful one for us alcoholics that are out there. Alcohol to go. What? Yeah. The pandemic brought about the alcohol to go bill as a lifeline for restaurants and will now become a permanent offering in Texas. It allows beer, wine, and cocktails to be included in the delivery and pickup food orders. Yay. Sip and dine, babe. There's going to be so many more deaths. Oh, maybe. I mean, we already have like 100,000 COVID cases. <laughs> Why not throw alcohol into the mix? Alcohol and shootings. I know somewhere on the south side of San Antonio, you there is a alcohol beverage express where you could go through and get your beverage of alcohol. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. It was so fun. I wasn't the driver. My friend was. 
So she would take me and I would go get a hurricane and bam, I'd be blasted by the time I get home. Whoo, went out to outer space, even though it's called a hurricane. Yes, honey. They might as well just remove all laws at this point. Why not? All right. So we got street racing. Is that a thing now or what? Well, according to this, seizures of vehicles, seizures, not a seizure, seizures, seizures, looks like seizing, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) of vehicles involved in street racing will now be allowed in cities across the state. Houston has been hit by an epidemic of street racing deaths, which has only worsened during the pandemic, sparking officials to crack down on the activity. It sounds like they're allowing it. So I have no idea what this fucking paragraph means, but that's... It sounds like they're saying street racing is allowed, but if you do it, you're not allowed to. Yeah, it says it, it racing will now be allowed in cities across the state. I don't know. So Maybe tell- they mean that they're going to have an open race NASCAR area where you could take your little shitty Civic over there and race it. Who the fuck knows? Who knows? I guess so. I have no idea what that means. Felony sex crimes. This one, it's not bad. It's not bad. But I don't see it helping. But okay, here we go. Let, let's see what you think. Texas is the first state in the country to make buying sex from an adult a felony. Now, the new law also expands the definition of human trafficking to include those who recruit victims from the treatment centers that house homeless and foster children and minors. So they're hoping if they crack down and make you buying a hoe a felony, perhaps, just perhaps, Homeless people, foster children, and minors who have been getting abducted will actually decrease. How does that make any sense? I have no fucking clue. How does it make? How does it not make sense, or how does it make sense? How does that make sense? I I think what they're trying to do is like, let's say you're a pimp and you got a bunch of hoes, but hoes ain't cheap. So what you do is you go get some homeless hoes and you go get some minors, which are like you know under the age of eighteen, of course, because. Then you get 100% money if you got them minor hoes. You know what I'm saying? And then you go pimp them out to adult men. If we make that a felony to where men that are buying sex from these shitty pimps, then maybe, just maybe, they won't be getting them minor hoes and them homeless hoes and their, what is it, um, foster children hoes. I don't mean to call people hoes. That was just a derogative word but you all hoes but i was trying to get across the point of prostitution that is wrong in some ports that's why i I don't know if you had heard there was a lot of abductions uh lately with children and teens your dad was you remember that your dad was texting a lot about that to be careful because a lot of that's going around in san antonio in the mall area especially where they were just trying to grab anybody and everybody okay well apparently that is actually connected to sex trafficking not just here, but also in Mexico. So that's all, that also kind of rings a little bit of a problem because, yes, this is great and everything, but what about the people that go over to Mexico and they're no longer seen again? I don't, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe, I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to move on, okay? So we got vaccine passports. This is a gem if I've ever heard of one, but I guess it's good for those non-COVID people. 
I mean, non-vaccine people, quote unquote, vaccine passports are outlawed in Texas after Governor Greg Abbott signed Senate Bill 968 into law. Businesses that require customers to prove their vaccination status could risk losing their licenses, operating permits and or state contracts. Wait, what? Yeah. So basically, let's say Walmart is asking you, hey, you can't come in here until you show me your covid um, vaccination card stating that you've already gotten the vaccination, which is the what is it? The Pfeiffer? Yeah. <laughs> Fitzfer? Fitzgerald? <sighs> anyway. Well, if Walmart decides to do that and people find out that they're doing that and they report them, they are no longer allowed to have their license to sell, operating permits to be there, or any of the state contracts if they have a state contract with the state. Amazing, isn't it? Amazing. Oh, it's lovely to see how backwards we're going. The de-evolution. It's evolving it's just a, backwards. It's a, it's a rage within. But yes, those are the laws that are going into effect, and it is a beautiful one at that. I also have, let me see. Where did it go? Oh, I think I, I, think I refreshed it. But there was a TikToker. I don't know why they said a Starbucks, but she works at Starbucks and she decided to go ahead and show that she's available or single. And it was making a lot of people uncomfortable. And they go about describing the story that was on her TikTok. But then I stopped and I was like, why not do this as a podcast? It's amazing. Let's just do that. We'll call it Newsies. Yeah. And now I lost it. Oh. Yeah. Also in the news, the what was it that damn Spider-Man trailer finally came out? Yep, and there was no goddamn what's his face on there. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Yes, that's what I waited. I wanted to see the luscious faces. But they did. I saw Doc Ock. There is proof that they could be coming in because you know Doctor Strange talked about the multiverse. Doc Ock. <laughs> And then there was also a... Uh, Dr. Strange done fucked everything up. Was it Wanda? It maybe. maybe. Was it Loki and Loki? It is a 100% possibility. Was it Dr. Strange? Hell did he, yeah. I thought it was going to be Dr. Strange pissed off about the fact that he had to fix the multiverse. But he looked so odd in that commercial. Did you did you notice that? Yeah. Commercial trailer. He just... He seemed too... Too legit to quit. Too... I'm a laid back cool dad. I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. So I, uh, there was a guy on on, uh, on TikTok. He was like, it's Mephisto. Okay. I saw that too. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. yeah. He was like, hear me out, hear me out. And then he explains what exactly that he believes that would be um, Mephisto. Because but, of that last line where he's like, be careful what you wish for, Parker. Yes, exactly. And that seems like a Mephisto line, apparently. I don't know. I didn't read the comics. Uh, and then on top of that, I don't know. It could be and it may not be because... Doctor Strange wants to see how far he could push himself. Basically. That's how he was in the original movie. He was like, I can do whatever. He's, like, he's whatever kind of just want. an arrogant prick. Yeah, he's just kind of arrogant. And then he's, he kind of, how do you say, not downgraded, but he, he homebodied himself. No, he I, still is. <laughs> well, I, he, I felt like he, take a, he took a few steps back. And in this, it's kind of the same thing, but in Doctor Strange type of mentality like i have the eye of agamotto so let's let's take this puppy for a spin you know this is a new toy and all this other cool stuff so why not i saw i saw someone say that uh 
was it? It it seemed weird for Doctor Strange to do that because he because uh, he was doing that, uh, but only because he he wouldn't do anything for anyone else. He would only do it on in his own terms, you know. Ah, huh? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Well, we've got I guess. Um, you want to talk about how a Texas mother with a vulnerable daughter is suing educational officials and Governor Greg Abbott over the ban of school mask mandates? Sure. I just talked about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. So the Texan mother of an immune compromised child joined a pro mask lawsuit saying the protection of the young people's health should be prioritized. The Corpus Christi Caller Times reported. Now, I do remember a couple of days ago, I had seen, I don't know in what state, I can't remember, but there was a teacher who did not wear her mask. She was COVID positive. Wow. And all of her students but one contracted the fucking disease because they were too young to get the COVID vaccination. Wow. She, she spread her fucking germs to 24 children. Out of 25 in her classroom. What an idiot. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> Ricky Graves' daughter, Juliana, received a heart transplant as a newborn. Now, Graves wanted Juliana to return to the first grade as safely as possible, which means masks need to be worn in the classroom, that she says. Graves told the newspaper, Kids are dying. The ICUs are full, and our government is not doing anything to protect school children. The lawsuit Graves joined which was filed on behalf of the 14 immune-compromised children last week, was an attempt to overturn Governor Greg Abbott's order forbidding school boards from imposing mask mandates. The lawsuit named Abbott and officials from the Texas Education Agency as defendants. In spite of national and local guidance urging precaution, Governor Abbott's ex executive order prohibits local school districts from even considering whether to implement the most basic and effective COVID-19 prevention strategy in school setting, the lawsuit says. Now, the reason why our lovely governor decided to go ahead and make this a thing was because he says if the CDC thinks that we're okay, then the schools should be, how do you say, uh, fined if they start mandating masks. This is what he said, yes. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the CDC, it doesn't come into effect until a whole fucking buttload of people start dying, right? Yeah. So a lot of children have to contract covid or die from COVID in order for the CDC to step in and mandate and override. There were a lot of schools, mind you, as soon as schools started up trying to temporary ban that mandate, going through judges and everything, figuring shit out, even closing weeks at a time, just so that way they can stop the COVID spread. Now you live in a small little last town and I shit you not, Dominic, ever since you started school, which was last week, I have been getting a call, if not two calls, about how a child has contracted COVID in high school. This isn't including elementary. This isn't including middle school. Yeah. So, and that's for a small ass town of a, what are we like? 2,000, 1,500? Yeah, I mean, there's not that there. many fucking people here. <laughs> we are a, a one horse town, honey. Yup. 
So um, I don't know. It added that if school districts aren't able to implement COVID safety measurements measures as they deem appropriate, parents of medically vulnerable students would have to decide whether to keep their children at home or risk endangering their health. Now, the thing of it is also I had read that, yeah, a lot of not a lot of people, but some people, they can't take the vaccine because their immunity can't tolerate it. It, it hurts them. Basically, it'll kill them as opposed to COVID, okay? So this is why us who are vaccinated still have to do the, at least the minimum bare respect to another human being by wearing our mask. We can contract COVID still, but it won't be as bad for us. Apparently, we won't die. We could still have shitty-ass symptoms, but we won't die from it. And then on top of it, if you've had your vaccination for like at least a good six months, it might not work for you. And sometime in September or October, I can't remember, don't quote me on it. But around that time, they're going to start giving out third boosters for those who have already had the vaccine for the past six months. So that way it, it gives them a general emphasis of, you know, getting that recharge, I guess you could call it. I have no fucking clue. It has also been passed by uh, the Food and Drug Administration. The FDA has approved the Fitzfer, Fitzfa, whatever the hell it's called, vaccine for the COVID. So now we're going to see what other people have to say about the fact that, because that was the whole thing. Oh, well, if the FDA didn't prove it, I ain't going to put that shit inside me. What are you, are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Now the FDA has approved it. What are we going to do now? See what they say. Did you hear that jump was a uh, jump? Trump was booed. He was, he was, I don't, he was given a speech somewhere. I have no fucking clue, but he was like, come on guys. I, I did the, I did the vaccination. Y'all should get vaccinated. He got booed after he said that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a pretty bad sign because they've outgrown him and they're still a very angry, misguided mob. <laughs> I don't know who they listening to, but they listen to somebody very sharp. So yeah, there's that. And then, um, oh my God, did you hear about the, the disaster going on in Afghanistan? Oh yeah. Whew. Biden is getting a big bite out of that one. Now, this has been happening for 21 years, okay? And as far as I had read, that they didn't want to change. They didn't want to be a, 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 dem, a what is it, a democracy. They didn't want to do any of that shit, okay? So for 21 years, we've just kind of been uh, battling at the front, kind of gatekeeping the, um, what's some people that are attacking? <laughs> uh, Al-Qaeda? Yeah, Al-Qaeda. Okay. Yeah, pretty much just like keeping them at bay, right? After majority of the troops have left, 11 days after that, Al-Qaeda stormed and took everything over. Jesus 11 Christ. fucking days. Oh, my God. I mean, they're they're right up there with how God made shit in seven days. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel, honey, because apparently nobody else is taking it. I don't know how you can overthrow shit in 11 days without having somebody in your back pocket. So I am pretty sure there were a lot of people that wanted Al-Qaeda in there. Okay. And the problem with that is that women that were actually having a little bit more, you know, they were up in the up, up above a few levels than a dog we're actually starting to learn and go to school and, you know, be a decent human being. Well, Akaida said that that's all. That's okay. That's okay. We'll keep that going. It's not a big deal. You really think they're going to do that? 
nah. <laughs> These are men who look at women as an object. I mean, it's the same thing here in America, but over there they kill women. And, well, not all men. Okay, I'm being a little bit, <laughs> I'm being a little bit of a sassy bitch over here. But what well, my point is, is that, no, everything is going to go back to the way it was. So people are trying to get out. 10,000 people from Afghanistan that were helping the military got a big ass issue about that because they can't get out fast enough. Okay. And they had, um, what is it? They had found body remain parts somewhere in the airport. Somebody's body was all, it was gross. Wow. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure there's terrible, more terrible things to come. A lot of people are, are pissed off. They're, they're blaming Biden, but Trump made this into effect and Biden decided it is time we're spending hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions. I have no idea. The number is pretty high for military people to be over there, for our products to be over there, for everything to be over there, right? So it is time. It's been 21 years. They're not budging. What is the point of our military men and women being over there? Really nothing. So that's why they retracted. And a lot of people are like, well, you should have came out smaller or you should have started little by little. Um, some of the uh, Al-Qaeda actually have now tanks, American tanks. Oh, my because God. Because they rushed majority of the military out. I don't know why the rush, but they rushed them out. Maybe they knew something. I have no fucking clue. It's a little bizarre how, yeah, they're rushed out, and 11 days later, everything's just taken over. So I have no idea what the fuck's going on. So I'm just talking right out of my ass right now because none of that shit makes any hell of a sense. Like if you're going to move out, like how I'm doing right now, I'm slowly moving out of uh, over there. And slowly bringing stuff over here, deciding what I want and what I don't want. I actually have that time to do that. I don't have a lot of time to do that. I have at least maybe about a week or two. And then after that, I'm sure your dad's going to be like, let's go. Come on. Time is money, bitch. And you wasting my time and my money, honey. So I'm assuming that something bad was going to happen over there. And he wanted to get as many troops out as he could. Unfortunately, he couldn't take a lot of the refugees. Mexico has actually opened their borders to the refugees that are so they're all going that way as as many as they can take anyway Yeah, I mean, there's only so many people you can take America I have no idea if they're doing that. I'm assuming but I'm not hundred percent sure that I didn't read anything about that It's a possibility It would be pretty fucked up just to leave those 10,000 people who were helping you translate and Helping you with information about Afghanistan and then you just leave them into the trenches, you know with uh, not even not even a gun or nothing. Yeah. Pretty sad. <sighs> anyway, let's see what else. Is, you got any news? Donda dropped today. What's that? The new Kanye album. After oh like a month. Oh my God. Yee. You know he wants to change his name to Yee. He really does. He does. Nice. It's funny too because Kim Kardashian said she's going to keep her name West on her legal name. Because she doesn't want to feel... That the children would be um, in some way, shape, or form in her mind. And that she would be alienated from them. Kind of like how I'm Correa and y'all are Davalos. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Do y'all feel alienated from me because you don't have my last name? No. No. So it doesn't really matter. But she feels that it's a little bit of alienation. So she's going to go ahead and keep her last name. Where Kanye is going to drop every fucking name and just Y-E. That's it. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. But apparently that was his, that's his, uh, what did they say? Ah, that's a, like a nickname. People, it's like people who are close to him, they call him Yee. Nice. 
So it's still in transit. Uh, the courts are going to approve it. Obviously, they probably are going to approve it. I mean, come on. He's a it's Kanye. multi-billionaire. Yeah, he's freaking Kanye. <sighs> oh, my God. You know that Donda is actually, the, is actually the same name of his mom? Oh, really? Yeah. That's a name? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's it's, nice. uh, I think it's a tribute to his mom because his mom passed away like a long time ago. That's kind of the reason why he kind of just went off the walls for the longest time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So is it a good album? Uh, I listened to... I listen to some of it because it's like two hours long. Two, two hours long. It's an two album. Uh, yeah, it's two hours. It's like a minute. No, it's not a minute. It's like an hour and forty eight minutes. <laughs> Shut the front door. Whose fucking album is that long? It's a podcast. It ain't no damn album. It's a lie. <laughs> and uh, I mean the few song, the few songs I heard, it was pretty good. Mm. The first track is just someone saying Donda over and over again for a whole minute though. That's not music. Are you serious? I mean, some albums do that for their first track, but they'll have to like they'll they'll have like someone talking or some kind of like an introduction. It's so funny because whether or not whether whatever I did with my life, a decade passes and goes, right? Yeah. So had I focused on music and for ten fucking years did something with music or acting or whatever, whatever I wanted, I could have been like that, been singing donda donda. So like a whole minute all year was Donda, 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 Donda. I kind of see albums as movies, you know. Yeah, it just it takes it it takes time. Yeah, I I get it, but I don't get it. You know how like you'll you'll go back to a movie, just like I'll watch this for the fifteenth time in a in a week. Yeah, because it's comfortable. Yeah, I do that. I do that with with some albums like Tickets to My Downfall. Sometimes I'll be at work. I'm just like, you know what? I'll put on tickets to my downfall for the fifteenth time this you month. You actually listen to a whole album. Yeah. I don't do that. I listen to one song out of an album and I'm done. I used to do that a lot, but then I but then, you know, I start I started looking at albums as movies and artists as the directors. Okay, cool. That's kinda when I that's kinda when I realized like how like how people will like look at a movie and who directed it. It's like, Oh, it's that guy really directed it? Are you kidding me? Or oh shoot, that guy directed it. Holy shit, that this is gonna be the best movie ever. Like, you know, people do that, like I kinda just I, I saw I saw the same thing with uh with music. Ah. Yeah, like, oh shit, this is an album by Kurt Cobain. Wow, this is this is gonna be like the best album out there. Ah. Yeah. Cool. You know that what's his name? Suing because of his little <laughs> penises on the album. Um, you know, I don't just I don't support Kurt Cobain anymore because he hasn't said a single word about this whole situation. Talk about that, Bubba, because I said it all completely wrong. <laughs> Basically the guy who uh or the the guy who was the baby on the Nevermind album cover. The one swimming for the dollar, he's still chasing that dollar to this day. <laughs> That's what they were saying. <laughs> oh, he must be broke. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's he's trying to sue Nirvana because apparently they they sexualized him as a baby. Yeah. And you know, uh, imagine being so traumatized by a photo shoot from when you're a baby to where you'll for, for I mean, the you next... felt happy about it in 2016, but in 2021, you're like, oh, that is just wrong. No, How no, could but for, for the next 30 years, uh, you remade you remade the same picture over and over again. Oh, he did that for 30 years? Yeah, he's, uh, he's been remaking pictures for the uh, that picture for the longest time. Wow, he's been really <laughs> fighting, how do you say, getting on that money train of his little dingly dolt. Yeah, you know, imagine, imagine being so traumatized. You remake the same picture over and over again for 30 years, and then you finally decide to sue. Like God, like that poor man. Ay ay ay. Genuinely, I I genuinely wonder what Dave Grohl and uh, Chris Novoselic think about all this. 
They probably just roll their eyes. I mean, they have nothing to do with it. It's the parents. They gave the okay. Yeah. So I don't know how that would work. The album's old, so they can't really do anything. <coughs> yeah, but he feels he can get more money. Yeah. Idle to it because since he was a baby and that's his schlong. <laughs> millions of posters and God knows what else. <coughs> oh, you know, the that's most the most recreated picture I've seen in my life. Seen one, the Rip and Dip Cat. I've seen the I've seen I've seen the Nevermind cover but with the Rip and Dip Cat. Oh. And I saw one of uh, Bart Simpson as the baby. I mean, worst case scenario, if he makes that much of a fuss, they'll just change the album cover. They better not. <laughs> oh. It's his, I don't know. That's why I'm saying worst case scenario. I don't know if they would. Like I said, if contracts were already written in place, it, I don't see the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, shouldn't you be, I don't know, suing your parents? Because they're the one that got the money for it. Yeah. But, you know. All right. So, negging. How to recognize this form of emotional manipulation. What is negging? Negging is a form of emotional manipulation that is carried out through backhanded compliments and insults disguised as constructive criticism. Wow. Yeah, they're saying that you shouldn't do that if you're going to be flirting. All right, so the term negging is first showed in the world of picking up, pick up artists, men who prey on women and seek to break them down in order to have sex with them. <laughs> Over time, negging has come to be coupled more generally with any kind of relationship that is built on one party trying to undermine the other for their own gain. It's important to acknowledge that while nagging is most common seen in the context of romantic relationships, it can also show up in friendships, work relationships, and families. So the examples. Nagging is, sn is sneaky and can show up in many forms. Here's a quick list with the example to help you spot whether you're being negged by uh, be on your guard for uneasy feelings and supposedly receiving a compliment. So, here we go. I don't usually go for women like you, but you, I'll make an exception. Wow. Wow, you're actually really interesting. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I've never heard any of this in my life. I really like your outfit, but you must know that those shoes don't go with it. This sounds like a lot of women doing this to women. Yeah. <laughs> You have a great figure. How much did it cost you? You look good. I guess today you finally made an effort. Damn, that's a fucking slap, yo. Just, that sounds like something you'd expect to hear from like the bad guy in a chick flick. Um, they insult you and dress it up as a question. Here we go. Are you really going to wear that? Are you sure you need a second portion of dinner? What was the thought behind this look? I guess you're really brave going outside looking like that. Okay, now the are you sure you really need the second portion of dinner? That's fucked up. That is fucked up. <clears throat> but if someone were to tell me that, would I have would I be this fat right now? I would probably be smoking. <laughs> I would have a more fucked up vice. But the point of the matter is I probably wouldn't be this fat if someone would now not in that derogatory way. Like I remember telling your dad, because when we were both hefty motherfuckers. I wanted him to control me as much as I wanted. How do you say? I wanted him to control me and I would like mirror it back and hoping that he would say the same thing to me. You know, like, let's get on a diet. Okay, cool. And then we would just like check each other. Like, we just ate. Why are you eating a bag of chips? That type of thing. I did it, but he never did it back to me. So <laughs> nothing ever changed. He was just like, shut up. <laughs> Walk off. And then I'm over there like... Okay, I'll get a get I'll get a bag of chips because that smells good. 
Please control my portion. I'd be eating like five slices of pizza every time. Oh my god, it's it's bad because you you don't really have you know, like when you eat pizza. I remember doing this to you when you were like eleven years old, and then your grandma was like, "Don't talk to that boy like that. Let me eat how much he wants. Two slices of pizza is enough for any human being. If you're still hungry, drink a big ass bottle of water and then eat a salad afterwards. You don't need more pizza. I should do that. And the thing of it was that. Your grandma doesn't think that way. She thinks that if I deprive you from eating as much pizza as you want, I'm starving you. And I got so upset because the way I am now is because nobody limited me. Mexican grandmas, am I right? (laughs) Now, you can eat like five fucking cucumbers if you want. I'm down if you're down to eat that much. Now, if you've eaten cucumbers, that shit's that's filling. You could probably go to maybe the second cucumber and be like, oh, God, I feel like my stomach's going to explode. But with pizza, that doesn't happen. I've eaten almost an entire Little Caesars pizza by myself. I've eaten an entire Pizza Hut pizza by myself before. And still not feel full, right? Actually, I felt full after that. Well, I never still. I like half a pizza and I'm like, I don't feel anything. I just feel not hungry, but I don't. I need to feel like robust full. Like my damn stomach's about to rip. Actually, I think Little Caesars pizzas are more filling than, uh, than Pizza Hut pizzas. Cause I, I think I, I don't think I felt full off the Pizza Hut pizza, but I, I've eaten like, I've eaten nearly an entire pizza and I felt like I was going to puke because I, because I went skating afterwards. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was too much. It's, it's caca food. It was, it was a lot because was it me and my friends, we were out skating. This is like one of our first trips to Lytle, uh, together. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we, we got little Caesars and went to HEB and ate a bunch of it. Mm-hmm. thing is we got too much pizza we got two boxes for like five of us and most of us eat like two slices so it was me and uh i think it was me and michael we were uh we were eating the last ones and then michael was at like four i think and he he was like all right bro i'm, I'm done and uh <laughs> i was on i think i was on my fifth or sixth slice they're like come on don't let this pizza go to waste i was like i can't bro I can't. <laughs> yeah it's not so much control. Well, nagging, that's that's different because it's it's the way it's worded. And it's out of, in a way, controlling. It's spite, basically. I can control you by telling you not to eat that by the way I word these things and make you feel guilty about eating it. Whereas when I do it, <laughs> this is probably like, that's a contradiction, you bitch. <laughs> but when I do it, I genuinely need you to when you go out and eat fast food you're not supposed to get a whole fucking meal you're supposed to get maybe like a burger or a side of fries and a drink or something like that you're not supposed to get like burger fries a drink and a goddamn milkshake okay that's not it's not healthy you're eating about a thousand calories when you're only supposed to be eating what 2500 i think something like that so that means that you have 1500 calories that you're able to eat for the rest of the day and then at dinner time you can have that. And even then at dinner time your your metabolism is slowing down. It's not a good time to eat all that stuff. It's not healthy or helpful to you. Anyway, let's go. I digress. That's that was my two pennies. Yo. I'm not trying to say that I nag, nag, or nag, but I felt with that one, you can be genuinely concerned. I always say, like for instance, I'm I'm at a thousand pounds. I'm not at a thousand pounds, but I'm going to put that because I don't want to give up my real pounds. <laughs> I'm at a thousand pounds. And if I lose all this weight, okay, um, 
who do you think I'd go after more? Someone who was a thousand pounds or someone who's more around my status quo? Thousand pound. I would go for someone who's a thousand pounds. Wait, uh, you mean like to like help them or like to be with them? To be with them. Oh, someone around your status quo then. Yeah, because I don't understand. I had seen, what was it? It was a show or it was on YouTube. I don't remember. They lost all this um, like insane amount of weight. They look good and everything. And then there was people dropping into their message boxes, texting them and shit. And they're like, you never even looked at me once. Why are you looking at me now? And it's like, okay, honey, think about it really quick. Would you look at someone who was 600? Because if you were 650 pounds and you're down to 200 pounds and you're looking fabulous and you beautiful and all this other stuff. Would you look at a man that's 650 pounds? Be honest. You know they wouldn't fucking look at someone that's 650 pounds because that's unhealthy. It's not concise with, you know, their health. Because if you're 650 pounds, you eat quite a bit. A good substantial amount in order to maintain that weight. Plus, to keep gaining. Okay. So if you're a health nut and you see all this, you can either be grossed out by it and keep eating healthy or you'd be like, damn, that pizza smells good, baby. <laughs> and eat with them and become, you know, a potato lump yourself. Now, I can say all this potato lump bullshit. I can say fatty, fatty, fatty because I am a fatty. OK, let's just get that across the board. But the point I'm trying to make is that you shouldn't judge somebody because they didn't love you or try are attracted to you by you know when you were like 650 pounds you see what i'm saying i don't know where i got into this conversation but i feel like it's 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 um it's a little taboo because people are very sensitive about their weight which i understand yeah i'm sensitive about my little chunker body over here you know i'm trying yeah. to fix it i'm a little as, sensitive every once in a while but. yeah as i'm talking about it but i mean we got to be really honest with ourselves would I date someone that's my size, which is a thousand pounds? Probably not because it's unhealthy. I feel myself rapidly deteriorating. I can't breathe sometimes. Sometimes I choke in the middle of the night. I don't know if that's due to my fatness or the fact that I don't know how to swallow my saliva. I have no idea anymore. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, when I exercise, it every part of my joints just hurt. When I wake up, my, my chubby little feet, the base of the foot hurts. Just walking on them. I'm not jumping up and down. I'm not running. Just getting out of, out of bed, rolling out of bed, because obviously my mattress is on the floor at the point in time. And standing up is a fucking chore. Sometimes I don't even want to do it. It's too much. Now, why would I want somebody at the same weight as I am, knowing that they're going to go through the same exact struggles, knowing that... Whatever reason that they have all this weight on their body, that inevitably they're just pretty much shaving down their life, basically. It's not a I, I don't love myself type of situation. It's I can't control myself. It's a form of addiction for some people. And some people just could care less. And then you, you do have your health nuts who have that type of addiction. I don't know if that's good. I haven't. I've been on that spectrum once. And when I look back on it, I feel really ridiculous and embarrassed because I'm always like, oh, look at how many miles I ran. Oh, look how much time I did it in. Oh, look at this. Oh, look what I'm eating. I think the thing is you just see results and you become addicted by it. I think that's what it is. Because like 
I was it? I know like when I started to notice that I started that I was starting to lose weight, mm-hmm. I became more addicted to working out and uh and eating healthier and all that stuff. Yeah. Like hell I I said, what was it? I, I, I have like a couple of veins popping up in my arms now whenever I work out, which that's a first in my, that's a first in my life. <laughs> I've never had veins pop out. Uh, yeah. I, I've never had veins pop out in general. And when I started seeing that, I became more addicted to working out. Of course, it's, it's not at a, it's not like a, an unhealthy thing where I'm like working out for like Constant. 12, yeah, like 12 hours a day. Like this guy, this guy on Instagram that I follow, uh, I just saw on his story, he skipped work to have a four hour workout session. Yeah. See, I didn't take it to the extreme, but when I noticed my body was slowing down, I think it was at the 170 mark. My body was slowly just getting used to everything, the diets, the workouts. Nothing was working. I couldn't get anything else off of me. Uh, I started restricting my food. That's when I hit the plateau and I went the opposite motherfucking direction because I was restricting my calorie intake and still trying to work out as much. I was becoming lethargic. And it was getting hard for me. And I got down to, I think, 160, 164, 160. And then my body just went the opposite way again. Because you can't fuck up your diet. It sucks that my body just, I could have tried other things. Like, I could have tried, instead of running, that was my main, that was my number one. I could have done maybe hit, Or I could have done other different types of workouts. Maybe going out there and trying a boxing class or maybe karate. Something different to where it would change my body's dynamic in losing weight. Because I wasn't losing anymore. I could have tried a, what is it? What's that thing called? With weights? Uh, Powerlifting? Yeah, powerlifting. Yeah, I do that sometimes. I mean, when you have more muscle, you will burn more calories. So, no, no, dumbass over here was like, no, nah, I'll just, you know, just eat less. <laughs> instead of having a thousand calories, I'll just have 500 and still do like about, I, at the time I was doing, I think, two hours a day. Uh, actually, <laughs> uh, for a little bit at the end of the last school year, I was starting to think like that. Like if I, if I ate less, I'd lose more weight. Yeah. No, yeah. it just, it doesn't work that way. And then you start looking at everything. I'll start tomorrow. You know what? This isn't going to hurt me. And look at me. I'm like 3,000 pounds Plus, when you when you diet, you don't see the number go up. You feel your clothes get tighter, but you're like, ah, it's okay. I get, I'll 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 work out tomorrow. You lie into yourself. Pretty much. It's a, it's an, an embarrassing uh, downhill slope. A quote I heard once is that the best workouts come from the uh, come from the nights where you just don't want to at all. Ah. Oh. Which is true. I, I've I've worked out on the like I, I've. I've been like, no, I don't want to, I don't like, I'll just tell myself, I don't want to go. I'll just go tomorrow. I'll work out extra. I'm like, no, I'll just get out of the way. Cause I'm probably just going to, I'm going to regret this tomorrow morning. And I go and it's like one of the best workouts of that week. <laughs> yeah. But that's, yeah. yeah. Exercise area for news. He's like, I don't want to know. Uh, I think it's all the time we got. I gotta go. Right. Speaking of working out, I gotta go work out. No, one more and I'll leave you alone. Okay. Okay, you want to hear nine ways Warren Buffett's frugal habits can save you money? Yeah. He's like a billionaire. Oh, boy. He might have billions of dollars in his, to his name, but unlike other Wait. celebrities and financial gurus, what's up? Speaking of uh, food, did you know that Gordon Ramsay released a, 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 what was it, a how to cook video? It was a video of him making a fucking grilled cheese sandwich. I thought it was him boiling water. I shit you not. <laughs> that would have been funnier. It would have been. 
and uh was it uh this moist critical he's like a really popular youtuber uh -huh. he remade the sandwich he said it tasted like ass no way yeah really yeah it was probably because he didn't use the same ingredients because gordon Ramsay said to use some weird cheese that he couldn't find anywhere okay yeah the cheeses and the vegetables are like shipped from italy or something yeah <laughs> so it's not like it's a cheese that you can get at a local grocery store which it's gonna taste like shit because <laughs> your shit's it's not a how do you say it's not actually cheese what we consume is like plastic or something yeah. i don't know but <laughs> it, it's just funny because he has like all these shows of him like screaming at people just like what the fuck is this this is raw as shit what is the matter with you and then like he made he uploads a video of him making a grilled cheese sandwich and the cheese isn't even melted because well, it's different type of cheese yeah but like at the end of the video you're he's like, like you're not getting it mom you're not getting it his grilled cheese was a bullshit <laughs> at the end of the video it's like oh yes yeah, melts look at that look at that melted cheese and it still look like it, it just tears in half melt. yeah pretty much that was pretty much what happened <laughs> maybe because that was real who fucking know that i actually don't know what real cheese looks like i do get our cheese from the deli but it kind of tastes like the one that's on the shelf yeah i don't know I don't taste like Velveeta. Velveeta tastes gross. You know, there's a type of cheese that, uh, like, all the flavor comes from, uh, comes from little bugs in it. Ew, what? Yeah, it's not sold anywhere. It's only, it's like a secret family recipe in Italy. <laughs> like, only one family has it. That's how COVID was invented. Basically. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, did you know there's a, a thing called a zombie deer? Yeah. That's crazy. It's been around for, like, two years now. Really? Yeah. Can we somehow contract that? Uh, I heard. Because I would can. love to see motherfuckers try to like hide that shit. Oh my god! You're slowly like rotting from the inside out, and they're like, "I'm fine. You look delicious. Can I bite you?" <laughs> no, I heard that people can't contract that. Damn. Uh, I don't know. It's been two years since I last heard of that, so maybe. I saw there's that TikToker that I I follow always talking about animals i don't i forgot his name oh. <laughs> anyway okay Anyways. back to the thing okay so warren buff is it buffet or buffet buffet okay prefers to live life simply the oracle of Om omaha Uma. <laughs> will be found living in a mansion in the hollywood hills collecting a fleet of fancy sports cars or dining daily at foray gras yeah this is like some my palate can't even pronounce type of bullshit and wow. caviar the investing icon practices what he preaches when it comes to financial discipline, saving, and paying off debt. Simple living can pay off in the inflationary environment that's emerged during the COVID-19 pandemic. Buffett warns, uh, warned a live stream audience of 28 million, over 20, 28 million, during the Brookshire Hathaway's May 1st annual meeting that substantial inflation is hitting both retail prices and wholesale prices being charged to businesses. Singling out Berkshire Hathaway's home building investments, Buffett said, we've got nine home build it, builders. <clears throat> we really do a lot of housing. The costs are just up, 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 up. Steel costs, you know, just every day they're going up. When one of the world's most successful investors raises concerns about rising prices, it's likely time to apply some of the well-tested strategies to tighten your belt. Here are nine ways, okay? He lives in the same home he bought back in 1958. Wow. Dude, he probably paid <coughs> probably like maybe eight grand for it. Yeah. So while most billionaires bulk up on the expensive real estate, Buffett originally paid, oh, 31000 for his Omaha, uh, 
somewhere in Nebraska. That's around 288700 in today's dollars. And he's lived there for over 60 years. God damn. Yep. His home is by no means tiny. However, the 6,570 square foot five bedroom home has had plenty of renovations and additions over the decade. And it is worth about a million today. It is also protected by fences and security cameras. He rarely takes out loans. Buffett's one and only mortgage was on a vacation home in Laguna Beach after... Sir, sir, you're pushing buttons, sir? I think, I don't know. We don't have headphones here. Oh, he angry. So, uh, um, what do you call it? Which he purchased in 1971, although he certainly had the cash to afford the $150,000 that was listed seaside property, he told CNBC... That he took out the 30-year mortgage loan because I thought I could probably do better with the money than have it be all in equity purchases of the house. He decided to use the extra cash on hand for shares of the Berkshire Hathaway uh, company and brought him billions instead. That brought him billions instead. <clears throat> he buys breakfast cheap. Oh my God, here we go. While Buffett could simply hire a personal chef to cook him a gourmet meal, he often grabs his breakfast from Mickey D's. On his way to work, he doesn't spend more than $3.17 on his morning meal. When I am not feeling quite so prosperous, I might go with the $2.61, which is the two sausage patties, and then I put them together and pour myself a Coke. He says in the HBO documentary Becoming Warren Buffett, a $3.17 is a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, but the market's down this morning, so I'll pass the three dollars and seventeen cents and go with the two ninety five. Uh, instead of going out for big meals or buying a latte from Starbucks every day, just make your own lunches and coffee. You can even get rewarded for buying your groceries and earn cash back for future spending. He buys marked down cars. Many billionaires and millionaires keep collection of flashy sports cars and vintage models in their garages, but he doesn't. Allegedly, he prefers to fix up automobiles that he can acquire at reduced prices. He upgraded his 2006 Cadillac DTS to a Cadillac XTS for... Sir, sir, you're on my mixer, sir, sir. Oh, my God, he pushed something. Oh, wait, okay, no, it's... <laughs> the mixer's... Okay, never mind, you won't be able to hear it. Anyway, next. He doesn't splurge on brands. Buffett doesn't doesn't much care for designer suits or the latest iPhone model. He relied on his $20 flip phone for years before swapping it out for the Apple smartphone in 2020. And despite the upgrade, he doesn't use any of the iPhone's fancier functions. Number six, he doesn't invest with borrowed money anymore. I've never borrowed a significant amount of money in my life. Never, never will, will I. I've got no interest in it, he told students in Notre Dame in 1991. Although young Buffett once borrowed 25% of his net wealth to buy shares, he warns investors against repeating the same mistake. Even skilled stock traders will tell you borrowing to invest can be risky. And with easy, easily downloadable apps like this one that lets you invest your spare change and turn your pennies into profit, there's no real need. Number seven, he does what he loves. Buffett credits some of the success to his passion for investing. <clears throat> you have to love something to do well at it, he says, urging people to take the jobs they love instead of positions they look good on your resume. Even if you can't quit your full-time job to focus on the things you truly enjoy, you can certainly find the time 
for some affordable hobbies, Buffett says uh, to himself. <clears throat> Number eight, he finds creative ways to save. When Buffett's first child was born, he converted a dresser drawer into a bassinet. <laughs> for his second, he borrowed a crib. Fuck it. I mean, they're going to outgrow it anyway, right? Yeah. Hey, we... You should do that as a business mogul. Rent a crib. Yeah. <laughs> if you buy things you don't need, you will soon sell things you need. <clears throat> Did I say that right? If you buy things you don't need, you will soon sell things you need. I don't know. That's what he says. Buffett watches out for the small expenses before they can add up to come uh, add and comes up to creative solutions to avoid spending more. <clears throat> then he has to take a good hard look at your finances and figure out where you can cut down. Number nine, he uses cash, not credit. While most of us prefer the convenience of a credit card for everyday purchases, Buffett uses hard, cold cash. In fact, he told Yahoo Finance Editor-in-Chief Andy Sewer that in 2019, he uses uh, about 98% cash of the 98% cash at all times. <clears throat> if... I'm in a restaurant, I'll always pay cash. It's just easier. While the method may sound a bit old school, relying less on your credit card can help prevent spending money that you don't have. And the thing of it is, I did do a podcast about that earlier ago on how to use a credit card because a lot of people don't use it correctly. You you can still use a credit card without having to pay the annual percent rate on it. You just have to pay before before the, uh, the bill comes due. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, and then you just pay the amount. So it's it's just in case you lose your wallet, <laughs> you can't get that cash back. That's the problem with that. And when using a credit card, when you think about it, if it gets stolen or you put it in one of them little pump machine cards or ATMs that read your card and they can steal the money from you or whatever. Well, not ATM, but you know what I mean? You can automatically tell the creditors, shut the card down. It's been um, it's been hacked or whatever, and they'll shut it down and then they'll give the money back. Whereas with the bank, it takes longer to get all that shit back. So, yeah, there's that. And that, my dear son, I will let you go and do your little workout. That is our conclusion for the day. I want to thank you so much for being on my podcast. It's always much more fun. Yep. I sound more livelier. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. You probably don't listen to my, do you listen to my podcast? No. No. Dick. I don't listen to podcasts in general. Don't worry. Don't lie to me. You listen to Kanye West. That motherfucking album is nothing but a podcast. <laughs> two it's hours, my ass. It's music. <laughs> two hours, it's my music. ass. It's two hours of Donda, 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 Donda. I'm in the wrong biz. I should have done. I should have done music. Join me, mom. <sighs> you didn't even make my my lyrics. You didn't even make my poem into a song. I or still whatever have them. Verses, I think. Yeah, I still have your lyrics, though. I did a basic, uh, what is it? Chorus, bridge, and verse. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was very hard learning that. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening to me today. If you like, go ahead, share, subscribe, do all that wonderful stuff. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.